0: Episode of the Let's Talk Law podcast with me, your host Wendy M. If you tuned in last week, then you would know that we talked about the First Amendment and retaliatory arrest. This week, we'll be taking a step away from that and instead talking about something a little different. There isn't really any sort of background amendment information that we need to go over first, so. We can jump right into this week's case, which is called Sanchez V. Mallorcas. On November 29, 1990, George W. Bush signed the Immigration Act of nineteen ninety. It was a national reform of the immigration of the Immigration and Nationality Act of nineteen sixty-five. The new act increased total overall immigration to allow 700,000 immigrants to come to the U.S. for the fiscal years of 1992 to 1994. The Act also provided family-based immigration visas, created five distinct employment-based visas, categorized by occupation, and a diversity visa program that created a lottery to admit immigrants from quote-unquote low admittance countries, or countries whose citizenry was underrepresented in the U.S. This act, and other laws since the Immigration Act of 1990, Congress gave the United States Attorney general authority to designate Temporary Protected Status, also known as TPS, for immigrants regardless of how they arrived in the U.S. from countries where they would be unable to return safely due to situations such as warfare or environmental disasters as a humanitarian effort. Temporary protected status allows beneficiaries to live and, in some cases, even work in the United States for a limited amount of time. As of March 2022, the month that I'm recording this episode, there are about 400,000 foreign nationals in temporary protected status. One's TPS status remains active as long as the country is maintained on the attorney general's list. In 1997 and 1998, Jose Sanchez and Sonia Gonzalez unlawfully entered the U.S. from from El Salvador. Following the January and February 2001 earthquake in El Salvador, they applied for and received TPS. The couple continued to live in the U.S. in the state of New Jersey. In New Jersey, they raised a family of four, with their youngest eventually becoming a U.S. citizen. In 2014, the couple opted to apply for their green cards to become permanent U.S. residents. However, Citizenship and Immigration Services denied their application, stating that the couple did not enter the country lawfully and could therefore not apply for permanent status. Sanchez and Gonzalez appealed this ruling to the United States District Court for the District of New Jersey. In 2018, the judge ruled for the couple, saying that gaining the temporary protected status meant the couple was, quote unquote, maintaining lawful status, end quote, as immigrants and could therefore qualify for permanent residence. The government appealed this decision to the Third Circuit, which reversed the district court's ruling. In the Third Circuit Court, the decision held that the temporary protected status does not constitute an admission of legal immigration status. The couple, however, petitioned to the United States Supreme Court to review, to review the Third Circuit's decision. The United States Supreme Court certified the case on January 8th Two thousand and twenty-one, and oral arguments were heard a few months later, on April nineteenth, two thousand and twenty-one. The question the court was answering was if the bestowment of temporary protected status TPS constituted an "quote unquote" admission into the United States. The judges on the case were Roberts, Thomas, Breyer. Alito, Sotomayor, Kagan, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and Barrett. The United States Supreme Court made its decision on June seventh, two 2021, and the vote was actually unanimous for Majorcas. The majority opinion was both written and delivered by Chief Justice Elena Kagan. In her opinion, Kagan wrote that the relevant immigration laws worked on two separate tracks. One track, Kagan said, applying for permanent resident status, quote-unquote, imposes an admission requirement twice over, end quote. Kagan described this as requiring both inspection and admission into the U.S., and application in accordance with this lawful admission. The other track, she said, is related to temporary protected status. Kagan wrote, quote-unquote, that status protects them from removal and organizes them to work here for as long as the TPS designation lasts, end quote. Kagan wrote that the two tracks may meet if the immigrant entered the country lawfully, but this was different from lawful statutes to remain in the country. She wrote, quote-unquote, lawful status and admission, as the court below recognized, are distinct concepts in immigration law. Establishing one does not necessarily establish the other, end quote. All in all, Kagan and the court's decision was that entering the country via a provision of humanitarian law that bypasses the inspection and authorization procedure does not meet the requirement for quote-unquote admission, so those who are present in the country by that means are not eligible to become lawful and permanent U.S. residents. If I had to give a really quick summary of this case, then I would say that there was an act that allowed immigrants to be let into the United States if there was a humanitarian crisis occurring in their home country. One family that was granted this status applied for a green card, but were rejected because the family did not enter the U.S. lawfully. The family appealed this, saying that their granted status allowed them to become permanent U.S. residents. The, ag- the Circuit Court agreed with the family, but the United States Supreme Court said that this granted status was not the same as actual admission into the United States, and therefore the family was not eligible to eligible to become lawful and permanent residents. I find this case pretty interesting because it's not something we've really talked about. Rather than being centered around a constitutional amendment, this case was really centered around an enacted law, which is pretty cool. Not to mention just how recent this case is, since it really was decided less than a year ago. Now, Before I end off this week's episode, I do want to add in our little fact of the week. This time, it's from California. In Los Angeles, or LA, you may not harm moths under a street lamp. Pretty interesting thing and something I don't think I've ever really thought about. But as long as it protects the moths, I guess. And so, that wraps up this week's episode. If you want to give me any suggestions or feedback, then feel free to email me at letstalklawwm at gmail.com, or you can find me over on Instagram at letstalklawpodcast. Remember to check back every Thursday at 4pm Pacific Standard Time for another new episode. Until then, bye!